0: I know here on the Sports Cubicle we are very familiar with the MLB having a wild trade deadline, but oh my lord, was the trade deadline crazy in the NFL? And we are here to break it all down on the Sports Cubicle with the marvelous one, Dan Marver, Devin Tingle, Paul Shivari throughout the entire show. I'm Mike Mercado and. Roquan Smith, Robert Quinn, no longer Chicago Bears, but welcome to the squad. Welcome to Chicago, Chase Claypool. Marvelous one. I know we've watched a lot of football. We've talked a lot of football. You've scouted and played and seen all this stuff. The trade deadline that you saw with the Chicago Bears, where now they have a whole bunch of draft picks, gave up one of theirs for Chase Claypool, and a whole lot of money next offseason. Your thoughts on what was a crazy trade deadline in the NFL?
1: No, a lot of this has to do with salary cap and contracts and whatnot. I mean, Roquan, I guess it makes sense if they weren't going to get to keep him, that they trade him. Uh, Quinn, I was a little more surprised about. But Claypool, I was surprised the most. They need a number one receiver, and he was Ben's big target for uh, a while there, Roethlisberger, and so um, he's the real deal. He's their number one receiver now. That's a good get for the offense. The defense has been weakened in my opinion, but, uh, maybe they can have some 49, 29 games that they win now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I want to know your thoughts on this one. So let's look at some of these compensations because, you know, the the Chicago Bears trade Roquan Smith. This was the second big deal of their, their trade deadline, of their trade time for the Chicago Bears with Ryan Poles in this first full season as manager of the guy, ahead of Hallis Hall. The Bears would get the Ravens' 2023 second and their fifth round pick along with linebacker A.J. Klein. But the Bears would give up. Their 2023 second-round pick for Chase Claypool. And for Robert Quinn, the Bears got the Eagles 2023 fourth-round pick. So I think this was one of those weird moments, Marvelous, trying to make sense out of it where they were doing that addition by subtraction. But I believe this team got better even though their defense got much worse. Look at Robert Quinn is a nice, nice pass rusher when he's getting to the quarterback, when he can do that. And I think Roquan Smith is one of the wonderful inside linebackers in the in the entire league. He just didn't fit this scheme, yep. and we heard Ryan Poole say they just couldn't get close to a contract, but this is one of those rare moments where it may not work for this Bears team right away this offseason, right away this season coming on. They're going to give them a lot of points to the Dolphins, which we'll recap after that Sunday afternoon game, but their offense got a little bit better. And we've seen Justin Fields get a little bit better. You got a 6'4 stud of a dude. A first-rounder that when Big Ben was the quarterback of Pittsburgh, this was a freak. This was somebody who was catching a bunch of touchdowns. And now the Bears have him for a year and a half. Gave up a second-rounder, but it was a weak free agency class for a a wide receiver when it comes to the what the Bears will be looking for. So I think they might have gotten a little bit better, even though they took a huge step back on defense. Your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I agree with that. Like I said before, uh, Claypool was Ben's target for a while. Uh, the good news is uh, we don't play the Ravens, but the bad news is we still have to play the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see Quinn again. But uh, I think this connection is going to be—you're going to see that—that's going to be a good connection because now they don't have to, you know, rely on uh Cometa necessarily, and uh, you know, and as a as a last resort, they can they can use a tight end as they need to. But they're going to still have a choice here because it didn't look like what they had was necessarily, you know, working out in terms of the receiving core. It was improving, but I think that this will is a dramatic improvement.
0: And it helps out guys like Darnell Mooney. Cole Komet might take a step back when it comes to his targets. It's not like he was getting a bunch of them, but, you know, it goes to your point. He might not get a little bit open. You do have Darnell Mooney. He might be a little bit more open. If St. Brown could stay healthy, he'll be a little bit more healthy. You're not relying on so many of these other guys that you look at who they were starting six weeks ago, three weeks ago, and where they're at now, and how this offense has kind of taken another step. I don't want to sit here and say this is the second coming of the Buffalo, Bills and and the way Josh Allen or what Philadelphia is doing with Jalen Hurts, but it is a, a dramatic change, and it is something that is tangible. We've seen it, and now they've added something to it, and I am I'm more than okay with saying that they are waving the white flag when it comes to their defense. They're going to try to win as many games as they can, but they weren't doing anything on defense to begin with, with these dudes on there. These are good players, but they weren't winning games. They're young in the secondary. They don't have a pass rush. They're going to... And, and I think if you're looking for the pessimistic side or something to worry about is, now you have to address linebacker. That's another thing you have to do now. You now have to find the front end, the front line of your defense again either in free agency or draft so while their offense got a little bit better while they do have a little bit of money they will now have to address a few other positions does that worry you anyway
1: yeah i mean it does because they had smith and mac and so now they don't <laughs> so obviously they're maybe they're going to draft somebody in 23 it's just they have to fill those gaps obviously so uh that's going to be the need now whereas it looked like it wasn't going to be a need at all a year or two ago, you know, so now they have to uh, fill that need and, and, uh, and show up the defense. Um, You know, I think that you're right about the defensive secondary. It is very young and the line, you know, is is, is actually not done too well against the running game for the most part this year. So the defensive line, I mean, so uh, it does, it is a work in progress, shall we say.
0: I think that they are going to keep David Montgomery as well. I think it was really interesting that they didn't. There wasn't really much hot stove talk. We had rumors, but nothing really bubbled compared to some of these other dudes like, you know, a Kareem Huns or a Cooks from Houston. So to see that was really interesting. And I think that they're going to spend a little money on him and invest on the offense for Justin. And when it comes to the defensive side, a lot of young guys, they're going to have to address the linebacker and, you know, a nose tackle and whatnot. But that's why you bring in Matt Eberflus. That's why you bring in a defensive-minded coach where that should give him those extra attributes, right? He should be able to coach up that side of the ball and you invest on the other side, which is going to help you. I mean, think about it. This team scored 29 points and they lost the football game. That's how upsetting and how random and, and rare that is in the city. But to see that, I think, was, was really a, a good tale to see for this Bears team. Now, Marvelous, this is uh, kind of the last one we'll leave on when it comes to this conversation because it is a a I think it's a win for Bears fans and for anybody who's interested in seeing this franchise take a step or is a fan of Justin Fields. For one reason, or another, it's If you don't like Green Bay, if you don't like Aaron Rodgers, if you don't like what they did, the fact that Minnesota went out and got T.J. Hawkinson, the fact that nobody in the front office of Green Bay thought it was a good idea to go get Chase Claypool for Aaron Rodgers, and it seems like reporting is the Bears' second-round pick was the thing that put it over because they're going to be a much higher pick than Green Bay. But I think if you're looking for vibes, I want to know your thoughts, and of course all our fans and, and, and listeners, check us out on Twitter at SportsCubicleTV. As a Bears fan, or somebody who's a fan of Justin Fields, or just somebody who watches the NFL, do you have better vibes as a Chicago Bears fan, right now, as of the week of the trade deadline in the 2022 season in the NFL, do you feel better as a Bears fan than you would as a Packers fan?
1: Well, actually I do, because they weren't going to make Herbert their number one running back, and the Packers look like, you know, I don't know if it's going to be that much higher draft pick, the way things are going, because the Packers look like they're running neck and neck with the bears for, for, you know, second place, assuming Detroit finishes fourth, but uh, it will be interesting to see when they play uh, the next time. And the first Sunday in December, how that uh, that, that boils down because at the moment it looks like green Bay is beatable. You know, they've lost, you know, teams that they normally you wouldn't expect them to lose to. and, And it's happening with regularity. So it's, yeah, Rogers doesn't have the weapons he had, obviously. So, Uh, you know, we're not going to shed any tears for him. But I, I think that the Packers will have a hard time making the playoffs this year, honestly, because if you look at their schedule, I mean, they'll have a hard time reaching 500.
0: I 100% agree, and, and that's the reason I really bring this up because I think this was a turning of the tide. Now, in the NFL, we know how crazy things are, how this may not work out for the Bears. They may not get it right. Just because you have draft picks and all the money doesn't mean it works out for you. How many times the Jacksonville and the Jets have so much money in draft picks and they can't do anything with it? It's not a guarantee, but for the first time in 32 years I've been on this planet that I've been able to sit here as somebody who loves the NFL, who, who loves the Chicago Bears, that Going into the future is so much more uncertain if you're a Packers fan. They have not done right by, well, maybe not even necessarily done right, but they have not, their quarterback and that front office have not been able to do right with each other to make that team the best team possible. And Ryan Poles in one offseason has ripped the Band-Aid off, has made the team his image. And if you look at other teams, including the Bills or the, the Eagles, when new regime comes in, they tear the whole thing down. And it sucks for a while if you're if you're a fan of that team. But right now we have now seen on the other end of this whether you're lukewarm on the trades or you're all over them. The fact is is they did something that is going to put them differentiate themselves from the dreaded Packers and trying to keep up with the Minnesota Vikings who have a bunch of unicorns on their team. And you know Detroit has waved their white flag so if you're a Bears fan, I think you have to be at least optimistic heading into the rest of this season and more long-term view heading into the next few seasons, especially this coming up off-season. But Marvelous One, any final thoughts as we uh, get ready to see what happened between the Dolphins and the Bears? White Sox have a new manager. Bulls on fire against Brooklyn and some of the better teams in the East. Any final thoughts on a crazy trite deadline?
1: No, no, the trade deadline was, was amazing. And, uh, you know, when you talk about the Packers, there aren't too many uh, Chicago personalities who are Packers fans. And last night I found out there is one, the uh, Paul great Dave Corzine. and he says he's a Packers fan for life. He admitted it, and now he's he's, he's giving up on him. So yeah, the few Chicago Packers fans <laughs> that there are are uh, acknowledging that they're, they're not what they used to be. So that's a good sign.
0: <laughs> you know what? I think we could all agree, since the Bears aren't a favorite or anything, the bandwagon is open. Right now we want this credit to you. Go ahead and leave Cheeseland and come down to the city of Hot Dogs, Pizza, and Broad Shoulders, the Monsters of the Midway, making a huge splash this NFL trade deadline, and shout out to the NFL, you know what, and I heard Mike Florio bring this up, and I think we'll leave, end on this, extend the trade deadline another week or two, this was super exciting, and I think it's great for an engagement for fans, for social media, for these teams, and there's also something that is tangible, that 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 you could feel in the air, where it's a fun, exciting time. Who's going to go where and what our favorite team is going to do for fantasy. So, a wonderful time. But we want to know your thoughts. Make sure you're following us on Twitter at SportsCubicleTV or right here if you're watching the video. Comment on the section below. What did you think about the NFL trade deadline? What did you think about the Chicago Bears trading Roquan Smith and Robert Quinn? What do you think about Chase Claypool now becoming a Chicago Bear? We got so much more coming up next here on the Sports Cubicle. It's the marvelous one, Dan Muller. It's Devin Tingle. It's Paul Shibari. I'm Mike Mercado.